Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. We have an amazing guest this week. She is Melanie Hill. She's a life coach and a six-figure business relationship coach who uses human design to help all her business babes succeed, align their business with their life, and really just totally kick ass. Now, I do have to tell you that I had a horrible cold during this interview, and I'd already rescheduled with Melanie before, so I went ahead and did it with her. My voice is going to sound like total shit, guys, so I don't talk a lot in this episode. It's also a little bit shorter than our normal ones just because... Like I said, I was sick. Melanie was just a goddess to deal with me sounding, well, you'll hear how I sound. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and that you're able to overlook just, you know, how shitty my voice sounds. In this conversation, Melanie briefly explains human design. We've already done an episode on human design a while back, so if you are just totally brand new to it, you can check that episode out first. But she talks about human design, her journey with it, how it's changed her life and her business. She also talks about which parts are most important and how we can use them to build our life. She talks about self-care and human design and just has so many amazing nuggets of wisdom. Now, if you don't even know your human design, first of all, that's totally cool. I didn't know mine before like a year ago. So there is a quiz for you in the show notes so you can check yours out before you listen to this episode, which will obviously help you understand what the fuck we're talking about. Now, here is a little more about Melanie. Melanie Hill is the business relationship coach. She helps women entrepreneurs get out of the endless cycle of excitement, failure, breakdown, and create and scale a business that they love showing up in year after year so they can share their brilliance with the world. After Melanie created her first 100,000 in 10 months, she completely burnt out because she was not trusting herself and doing everything someone else's way. She thought she had to, quote, do it the right way. Now she uses human design, intuitive, and thought work coaching to help women connect with who they really are and show up in their businesses, relationships, and life the way they're designed, not how someone else says they should, and with radical self-trust, self-love, with more money, fun, and ease. So please join me in welcoming Melanie Hill to the Light Within Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> and thanks so much for joining me with this terrible voice I have. All yes, right. I'm so sorry. No, it is what it is in these days. First mm-hmm. things first, though, I would love to know what ignites your light within. Yeah, so I love this question so much. Um, really, what ignites my light within is getting to know myself and loving myself more deeply and then just helping anybody else do the exact same thing for themselves. That really is what lights me on fire. Mm, I love that. So for people who don't follow you or know kind of what your journey is like, introduce yourself and the work that you do. Yeah. So um, 
I'm Melanie Hill. I am a life coach. I am a six-figure business relationship coach. So I'm a coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to build and scale their businesses in a way that feels really good to them. It's in alignment with what they want and what they value. So I help them really heal the relationship with themselves and their business. Mm. So my main message is this basically like your body has the answers, not your mind. You can learn to reconnect and trust yourself so you can do your life and your business your own way. You know, we've really outsourced our brilliance for way too long and it's time to go within and create a much more aligned way of doing things that feels good, feels joyful, full of ease. You know, you can trust yourself. You can be at peace. You can make a lot of money and love what you do without all the stress and hustle, right, mentality. And you can do it your way. You don't have to outsource your brilliance and wisdom all the time. And I think as women, that's a really important thing to learn, especially as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love that, like the whole outsourcing our brilliance thing too. And what's interesting is when I first started following you, we don't live very far from each other. So it's no, interesting <laughs> to find people who are, you know, in this coaching world that live so close to me. And mm-hmm. when I saw the fact that you started getting into human design, I really loved that because I had done a podcast interview last year with human design. And it's something that I've dabbled in very briefly, but not something that I'm really that into. So I would love to hear, mm-hmm. you know, how did you get into human design? How do you use it with your business? Yeah. So I first started like dipping my toes into human design about two years ago, but I only jumped in completely about nine months ago. I think it was like my intention for last year was to really allow like all of me, my full essence and energy to guide me and not my headspace, you know, and human design was such a big part of that. And I knew it was a really awesome way for me to find out how to do that completely. So for me, human design is just very briefly explained. Like it's all the keys you've been waiting for to unlock all the doors you've been banging your head against your whole life, right? It's like, this very unique blueprint of all of your energy. It shows you how you work, how you play, what you're here to learn to do, what you're here to share with the world. And it also helps you understand how you make decisions, how you connect with yourself to make those decisions and not just going to your head to figure it all out. Like to me, it's also like the ultimate permission slip to just be exactly who you are and do what you want to do in the world the way you want to do it. Mm. I love a permission slip from the universe. Right. (laughs) Yes. That's what it is to me. Like that's, I mean, really what I started using it in my programs, I was like, just seeing these, these women, just all of a sudden be like, Oh, like, that's it. Mm -hmm. I can just immediately have language and, you know, for what I've been feeling my whole life and just seeing them shift so quickly into this completely new self-concept. Right. I feel like it's just, it's the ultimate way to just see it on paper, put a language to it, and your brain can instantly get on board, right? Which is what we really need. We need our brains to get on board with our bodies. And it's it's just a really quick way to do that, I think. Mm, absolutely. So I sent you mine. Mine is, um, I'm a generator with sacral authority, mm-hmm. uh, 1-3 profile, and my strategy is to respond. So how do you feel like, and I, and I kind of know, like, and I'll have a link in the show notes so that folks can take their little quiz if they don't know what theirs is yet, but like, Mm -hmm. how do those key things play into business if you are an entrepreneur? Yeah. So knowing definitely your type strategy and authority is probably, you know, really 
the one thing you want to know for sure. You know, if you're not living in those energies, you can burn out. It's always, it's like, it's always going to feel really hard, you know? And a lot of us, we spend so much of our entrepreneurial journey, just like, it's just always feels so hard. It feels so hard. And, you know, a lot of us are taught to show up in a very specific way. Like 70% of the whole population is a generator type. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the structure of like corporate and all of that is very much set up for very consistent energy, which generators bring to the table. But then too, we're also all taught, you know, as entrepreneurs, you have to go out and be manifester energy. You have to push, you have to initiate, you have to do all of this, right? And they're only 9% Mm -hmm. of the population. So, you know, knowing, knowing those things and knowing specifically how you are made to show up, you know, which is really your type and strategy. Um, really helps you trust that about yourself. Because most of us know, we know kind of our energy, right? Are we consistent? Are we not? Have we been pretending to be consistent our whole lives, right? And knowing like, okay, I'm actually, I'm here to be in response to something, right? Or I'm here to inform. I don't have to wait, right? Or I'm here to wait for invitations, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, that's why I'm supposed to rest, now I know that. Now I can give that to myself because that's actually what's going to create the vibration in the universe that will bring me what I need, right? I always like to tell generators that it's like you've been pushing, like, okay, you want to throw a party, right? You've invited all these people over for this party, which is kind of like your entrepreneurial journey, right? But instead of like, you know, clearing out the space, cleaning it up, creating this beautiful room and making it real cozy and open for everybody, you've been pushing it full of boxes, even trying to push things out. Right. And so when everybody shows up like they will, right. You either like can't hear them knock on the door or you can't even open the door. It's so full with stuff or there's nowhere for them to come in and stand. So that's just kind of one example of how can you unpack those boxes? How can you be more in your strategy for how you're made to show up in the world to be able to see what's all around you, what's being sent to you, what is they are already trying to make it easy for you that you can just grab a hold of and run with. Mm-hmm. And so how do we use, because it sounds like what we need to do is kind of use um, positive aspects of all these different types for our business, even though we might not be those types. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like if we're a generator, we need to kind of like at, mm-hmm. at certain times, like learn to also like kind of what you mentioned, like be manifesting as far as going, going out there or learning to be like the reflector or things like that. Not really. Really what's happening is we're trying to be something we're not because we've been taught that like we've been taught we have to be a manifesto. We have to push all those things. But if you're a generator type, if you've pushed all the boxes in, no one can come in. Okay. The universe can't send you what you need, right? A generator type in business really is here to just kind of wait for the right things to come along that lights them up. And they respond to those things. They are in response and then they can take the action and do the things needed to create what they need in their business. So this is even better. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to learn to do all this shit? Yeah, no, Perfect. exactly. Right. It, it feels hard. Yeah. It feels hard. Yes. When you're trying to be a different type than you are. Totally. Love it. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. So let's kind of walk through the main types and kind of how you would tell them to, you know, work within themselves to, I guess, get a business off the ground. Yeah. So for a generator type, it is, you know, there's, two types of generators. It's pure generator and then a manifesting generator, right? They're going to be a little different, but at the end of the day, they're both generator types. So they have their sacral center defined, which means that they are here to be lit up. 
like their gut will light up in response to something that feels really fun, really good. And they're kind of like the relationship ninjas of the world. So somebody comes along and they will respond either in a way that's like, oh my gosh, I just have to like be with this person. I want to know everything about them, right? They're they're really good coaches actually because one-on-one, they're so good in response to the other person. They just have to show up and be in their brilliance. They don't have to like pre-plan or bring a bunch of stuff. A lot of them try to, and they drain all their energy <laughs> doing that, right? I'm going to be all prepared. I'm going to bring all the things, right? But really like your brilliance is just showing up to the relationship. They say what they say, and you know exactly how to respond in that moment. You know exactly what they need to hear. And um, that is the best way to have your business. You just show up and you make all the relationships and all the right opportunities will come to you. Mm-hmm. So a manifesting generator is going to be the same way. And sometimes they're going to put on their manifestor hats and they're going to need to rest more. They're going to need to um, download ideas and then push them out in the world. So that is very much a balance. Um, most most manifesting generators, they have like one or the other that they've really been in more. And so learning how to balance that out and be more in the other. For me, it was like, how can I? how can I be more generator and more in response to the world around me? Cause I was always in my manifesto role. I'm a manifesting generator. Um, and then the manifester is going to really need to learn how to inform those around them before they push things into action and rest so much more. A lot of manifestors have been taught, no, you have to be a generator. You have to be constantly right. Always showing up all of that. And just knowing that the more you inform people around you about what you're going to do, like they want to get on board with you. They want to get behind you. They want to help you. They're waiting to just be a part of whatever it is you're going to push out in the world and trusting that and trusting that the timing will be right for you to know when that is. Manifestors are really powerful. (laughs) (laughs) They really are. So owning that power too is a big part of that. And then um, projectors, they are here to wait for the imitation. So projectors also don't have a sacral center to find. They are not here to be super consistent, but they're brilliant, like directors of other people's energy. Mm. Like they have the answers. They are the people that are like rising up in the world right now and becoming our biggest like energetic leaders because they know where people need to go next. Like they know what's for them next, but they really need to protect their energy by, um, resting more and really waiting, waiting for those right invitations. Because if people can't see how brilliant they are and be like, hey, I really want your advice here. I really want you to tell me what's next for me. They're going to be just kind of like throwing pearls to swine in a way, right? If they're wasting their energy on people that aren't ready to hear it and aren't going to see the brilliance and use it in the right way, they're, you know, they're going to burn out basically. And then reflectors, They are the most rare. They're completely open in their graph. They have no defined centers. They are probably the wisest of us all. And they're really here to wait a full lunar cycle. And they they really get to, it's kind of cool, like for you, like, you know, so much about cycles, the moon Mm -hmm. cycle, right? All of that. They are here to experience all of the energies throughout a complete lunar cycle. And so they are great guides too, because they can help everybody see where they need to go next as well. So for them, just letting them like letting themselves, first of all, just, you know, welcome new energy all the time, 
let themselves change and be who they are and let themselves have a lot of downtime by themselves so that they know what they're feeling, what their energy is, and that way they know what's for them next. Mm. And so are, are certain types better at certain businesses? You kind of already said you thought generators were probably really great coaches, but if you had to kind of put like a, like a perfect business type for each of these human design types, is there one? I really would say no. I really think that every design has a very like particular strength. And if you don't know what those are, like you're not going to be nearly as successful at any business, right? Then if you, you do, and you know how to tap into that specific energy, you know, where you're open in your graph, you are very wise. You are going to be like a really wise person to help guide energy in that area for someone else. Right. I think what I meant, maybe they don't make the best coaches. It's more like they, it's easy for them to show up and just be in response, right? It just may, might feel a lot easier for them to show up and be a coach without preparation, mm-hmm. right? But really, honestly, like I've seen all types be coaches. I've seen all types be in all kinds of businesses before. You know, honestly, it's probably a lot harder for non-generator types to be in the corporate world because they're expected to show up and be, be very consistent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not ever have any downtime or, you know, these cycles of energy that a lot of them go through a lot less than a generator type. Now, generators also have cycles of energy, of course, but um, they are more here in a much more consistent way. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. how do we use our human design type to kind of just create this perfect life for ourselves? Like, how can we use that to kind of, you know, really, and I, you know, manifest Obviously, it's like kind of tricky, (laughs) but like manifest this life that we've just really desired within our soul. Yeah. So human design very much gets you to your soul, I think, so much more Um, like that connection to what I call source, spirit, love, universe, all of that. Right. It gets you in touch with your body. That's what human design does. It gets you out of your head. Right. There are centers in the human design body graph that are, you know, called the head and the ajna, the mind center, but none of those are ever an authority, mm. right? Your authority is always going to be in your body. Your body is always the the key source of energy that you get to tap into. And so your body knows your desires, right? The head really doesn't. The, the mind has to sift through so many shoulds, so much conditioning, right? That it ha- really has no idea who you are or what you want specifically, especially when it comes to like how you're designed, and your blueprint, right? But if you can learn to trust your body, trust that energy you have, right? And know exactly how to ask it what you need. Is this thing in front of me really for me? Is this invitation really mine, right? Your desires are always going to be coming really straight to you and can be manifested really so much more quickly. Mm. Like that, that's really what I see. And the more trust you can build with your body, the more you will actually know what you desire. Mm. Right. So many of us were so disconnected from our bodies. We don't know what we desire. We don't know what feels good. Right. We don't. We're responding with so much conditioning Mm -hmm. instead of just really you, Mm -hmm. your essence. Right. That connection to spirit that does live in your body, that is in your soul. Absolutely. And I thought whenever I first saw mine, I was so interested because it was saying that my like that I had this sacral authority. But for Mm -hmm. the longest time, I felt very shut off from my sacral and because of my work with the menstrual cycle and the fact that like I, I've 
known issues around like the sacral chakra and the root chakra mm -hmm. for me too. Um, how do you connect with those parts of yourself if you have had trauma or if you have had things that felt like you shut those aspects of yourself mm -hmm. off? I love that question so much. Yes, because that is so much of what I help my clients do because that is what we've done, right? We've shut off from our body and trauma is such a source of that, right? I think first of all, just like changing your whole narrative around it and saying like, you know, thank you so much body for, for, and, and my mind, right. For being able to like kind of cut off and keep me safe. Right. Because at some point when the trauma happened, whatever happened, right. We had to cut off from our body because our body was, you know, giving us all these warning signals that we could not carry out. Right. To stay safe, we had to shut it off. Right. So, and it kept you safe. Mm -hmm right? It kept you safe. It kept you going. It kept you functioning. Thank God. Right. So just like kind of acknowledging that that was good, right? Seeing why it happened, how it was helpful, all of that kind of sifting through that is really good. And then what I love to do is like, how can you just reopen this relationship with your body? Because that's what it is, right? It's a relationship that you have on a soul level, even a mental level, right, with your body. And, you know, some of my clients, I have them like write a letter to their authority. I have them like sit down and maybe meditate and like put their hands literally like on, on their solar plexus, on their gut, wherever feels like really good. And just tell that part of them, like, I'm, you know, like you would a lover, like, I'm really sorry that I haven't been listening to you. You know, like I really, really want I want to reopen up this line of communication. I want you to know that I'm here and I'm listening and I want to trust you and I know it's going to take time and I'm here for it. I'm committed to you, right? I'm going to mess up, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to apologize and we're going to keep going, right? I think that's so important because your your you know nervous system will know. It will feel that. It'll be like, oh, okay. It's safe again to start giving signals, right? It's it's safe again to show up and be heard and your body will relax and you really will start to open up this line of communication and start to feel more. And then also just starting really small, right? Let's not ask the gut, you know, what the next step in our whole business is for the year, right? <laughs> Let's ask our gut, like, what feels good to wear today, right? Like, what feels good to eat this morning for breakfast? Like, let's try on a few things and see what that feels like and get to know kind of like, what is the flavor of the feeling that when your gut's saying yes, right? When your gut's saying no. And this can be for any authority, not just your gut. But um, I think really just just treating it like a relationship and like you would repair any relationship, right? By apologizing, right? And, and saying, I'm committed to you. I'm showing up. I will, I will be here. I will listen. I love that. Especially the whole idea of just like starting small. Um, when I was building back my connection with my intuition, like you said, it was like, what do I want for dinner yeah. this uh, dinner tonight? Or like, what do I want to wear? What color nail polish do I want to put on? Right. I love that. Um, and so how have you seen human design affect your life? Wow. Yes. So, so good. You know, for me, it was a lot about healing the relationship with my gut. I'm a gut authority as well. And, um, you know, I've had gut issues my entire life. And so learning that I was like, okay, <laughs> there it is. Right. And there was a time in my life where I really was letting my gut lead. And it was the healthiest I ever was. I had no gut issues whatsoever. 
And so for me, it was more about stepping out of my manifester and more into my generator part of me Mm -hmm. and learning to rest, learning to let myself create space so that the universe could send me what I need. And so I could just show up and just be me and it would be enough. Um, Definitely helped me build trust back with myself and the universe. Mm. Right. I think there's so many different areas that we, we have to build trust around, you know, because we're in relationship with all of it. Right. It definitely helped me build trust with the relationship I have with my business, the relationship with myself and the relationship with the universe that, what I need will come to me and it can never pass me by. Right? Like if I miss it the first time, it's going to come back around to me because it was meant for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I think personally on a personal level, it really, it just helped me create so much more space, so much less burnout feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. And rest, just permission to rest and to um, let myself have that and know that, it's really, it's the quality of my energy that creates my results. It's not what I do. It's not how much I push. Right. And a lot of us, I think in the entrepreneurial world, no matter what your type is, you've been taught, you have to be a manifester. You have to push everything out there. You have to constantly pushing and doing. And if you're not doing that, you won't be successful, but it's just not true. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's just something that when you first start doing your your own business, um, coaching, building a new, like retail shop, whatever you're doing, you do feel like you always have to go, go, go. I'd love to hear kind of what you've mentioned rest so many times, but do you find that there are certain types of self-care that are best for each of the design types? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think if you've been living out of your strategy, the first thing to do for your self-care is learn, okay, how can I be in my strategy, right? Have I been pushing constantly, but really wait is part of my strategy, right? How can I create space to wait, Um, how can I create support systems to have more waiting time? Right. Cause there are things, you know, there are things, especially when you're running your own business, you, you know, might need a team, you know, a manifester is going to need a group of generators to help them carry out all the work all the time because they're not going to be available for that. Mm -hmm. Right. Support systems are really, really good for non-generator types. Um, especially in the beginning when maybe you think, oh, I can't do that right? I can't hire somebody yet, right? It's just, I can do this. I know I can, but well, maybe you can't, right? Maybe you do need that support. Um, And then I really think self-care comes into play with the centers. So there's nine centers in the body graph, right? In human design and where you're open in your graph is a really, really good opportunity for self-care in that space. So where you're open, you are extremely wise. It's part of what you're really here to do in the world is to hold space for other people that aren't open in those areas. For you, you're very open, mm-hmm. right? But you also have a lot of space for self-care. Where you're open, you're also really open to conditioning. You absorb other people's energy in that in those areas. And if you're not careful, you'll just always be taking in. Mm-hmm. So learning how to empty out, like for the open head, Like stop consuming so much information all the time, Mm. right? Unless it's just super duper important to you and like assess what that is for the open mind center, like write out your thoughts so you can stop swirling up there all the time, trying to figure out what you're thinking, right? And let go of the need to be certain for the open throat, find a way to hear and see yourself, 
see your brilliance, right? Stop asking everybody around you to do it for you. Um, it's not easy to do, but you know, like find out how can you wait to be invited to speak? That's probably the best self-care um, someone with an open throat can give themselves for an open G center. That's the identity center. Like give yourself space to curate, curate who you're around, what your space is like, what's in it. Does it feel good? Let yourself choose where you want to be. Spend time in your own energy and let yourself just be who you are in the moment. Experience who you are by what you do right then. Um, if you have an open sacral, rest, right? <laughs> Number one thing, rest. Let yourself just not have to be consistent. You're not here to be that way. Um, people with an open heart center, I would say, let yourself be wise about what you're here to value. Like take time to think about it. You have nothing to prove, right? Are you trying to prove yourself? And if you are, how can you let that go? How can you just go towards the thing that you find valuable, mm -hmm. right? Um, open solar plexus or emotional center, number one self-care thing for them, boundaries, mm. <laughs> right? Where are you avoiding boundaries because you're afraid of the confrontation and you're not facing your truth, right? How can you give yourself space from other people to empty out and give them their feelings back, right? Um, open root, check in. Are you, are you trying to be free from pressure all the time? If you are, how can you let that go? How can you just let the pressure go? You're not here to be moved through the world under pressure. And last but not least, if you have an open spleen, take inventory. What are you holding on to that just isn't isn't good for you anymore? Like it's not keeping you safe, but you have this like idea that it is. How can you let that go? Maybe it's a relationship, an idea, or just a thing you're holding on to. Like you don't you don't need anything to be safe. So there's there's just very specific things for every single center that and practices you can do. And it it really does depend to like where have you been conditioned in that open space, right? What do you actually need to let go of? How much time and space and energy do you need to spend in that area? And to like, I think our open centers get triggered at different times, mm -hmm. right? And so what's coming up for you right now? Where do you need to create, create space for that open center maybe this week, this month, right? Or this year, right? It just depends on, you know, what's for you and what is being brought up for you. I love that. I I felt like every single thing you're mentioning, I'm like, yep, need that. Yep, need that. Yeah, because you have so many open centers. Yeah, and like with my business now, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, learn how to make reels on Instagram is like a thing I've been doing lately. So I've been consuming mm -hmm. a lot of reels. I love them, by the way. Thank you. I've been consuming a lot of them so that I know how the fuck right. to do it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, my brain feels so full of other people's shit. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so I guess, do you have any other thoughts that you want to talk about as far as human design? Like for me, it's been interesting over the last two years, being, being in this pandemic, mm -hmm. maybe it's because I have been consciously trying to consume more of like the self-development tools. So I've seen a lot more human design pop up, but have you at all noticed people gravitating towards this more as they try to learn to know themselves in this time of just complete upheaval? 100%. Yes. I mean, there's so many people that are, I'm like, you know, why'd you find me? And they're like, I just see human design everywhere now. Right. And I think people are, they're desperate to know themselves. Right. And we've been forced in this pandemic to do what? Be with ourselves. Yeah. Right. So much more. There's been so much more downtime, so much less just, you know, being with the other, which 
has been very hard for a lot of people, right? But what does it bring up for you, right? Probably brings up just a lot of stuff you've been needing to look at, right? It's been this very unintentional mirror. And so it's like, okay, I am faced with myself now, right? How can I learn as much as I can? How can I really um, get to know myself, right? So many pain points were brought up for people, right? And and uh, just all the centers we went through, right? Where are you open? Where wasn't getting filled anymore, right? With with the other. And that is going to bring up all the things that you really need to work on. This is like the third step that I go through with all my clients in my three-month program is like, how can you look in your openness, see where you've been conditioned, and just completely change the story that you have about yourself, sure. right? Almost instantly, you can change your entire self-concept, right, with this tool and learn to see yourself in your in your brilliance mm. instead of where you've maybe been conditioned to believe that you need to be something you're not. Mm. And so, yes, I think people have just been like, they see their graph and they're like, oh my gosh, this is like the key. This is the thing. This is, this just gives me the ultimate permission to just relax in my body and know that like, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. This is normal. This is good, right? I can be myself. And like, in 2027 is really when we're like all going to be having this huge shift of consciousness. And this is just in the human design world where we're all going to really, really shift into just going towards what we value, which is not going to be money necessarily anymore. <laughs> right. Don't spit out your coffee, <laughs> but, but we're all starting to go there, right. We're all starting to make that way to where more of like the open hearts live. And most of the world has an open heart center and what what is there for us is what do you actually want to value? Is it really money or is it more like what the money gives you energetically? Is it more like, you know, you value time with family, right? You value traveling, right? Like that's really the big shift in consciousness we're all having. And I think that human design is just a way to be like, okay, what can I value in myself? What is that I really want? Like you said, desires, right? It's the same thing. Do I really desire this one thing that I've been sold mm -hmm. that there's this one way to happiness? There's this one way to success, right? And and it got really disrupted yeah. for everybody, right? And we're like, oh, damn, that's really not the way anymore, right? And like, I always knew that, but now I have like permission to kind of explore something else. Mm -hmm. And so people want this. They really want this. And the human design was was given to us for this purpose, was to help us come into this whole new space of consciousness and get to know ourselves and carry out what we're here to do. Mm. It is so fucking wild that you say that because mm -hmm. in my five-year plan, which would be 2027, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I like uh -huh. live in a, I'm, I'm like a witch in the woods. <laughs> awesome. Yes. I checked out from the whole society. My husband right. and I were just talking about that this morning. We're like, uh -huh. should we just go be homesteaders and just like say, fuck it? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> what really matters and what doesn't matter. So you talked yeah. about the the three-month container that you have. Can you talk about how people can work with you and how they can learn more from you? Yeah, totally. So I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, like I said, in my three-month program. And um, that that's probably the number one way people love to like deep dive into their human design. I can show you, you know, how to really get to know your uh, type strategy and authority, how to look at it with a lot of compassion and then how to completely change your story you have about yourself so you can show up in the world 
in your brilliance in the way you want to. And then um, I also have a five-week mastermind that runs every eight weeks or so. Uh, my next one starts um, January 31st. I'm not sure when this is coming out, but um, that is kind of like a good way to like dip your toes, kind of get to know your type strategy and authority. It's called Become Your Own Authority Mastermind, where you can walk through with some other people and just kind of get access to all of that on more of a surface, kind of not quite as deep way, but a lot of people, they walk away with so much amazing information on themselves. So um, they can also find me on Instagram on Melanie Hill Coaching and um, MelanieHillCoaching.com. You can find my podcast there and all kinds of other stuff. So Love it. Anything else you want to say that yeah. I did not ask you about? Um, I don't think so. I, we went over so much amazing information. I think people are going to need to listen to this a few times. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Make some notes. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for coming on the show when I sound like this. Yeah, <laughs> this has been great. I understand. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode and bearing with me as I obviously had a cold when I was recording that one with Melanie. You can connect with her on her Instagram as well as her website. And I will of course put links to those in the show notes below so you can grab all her programs and her offerings. You can connect with me on social media at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within Podcast. Shoot me an email at the Light Within Podcast at gmail.com. So we can connect. If you feel like you have someone who would be an excellent guest for the show, or if there's someone you'd like me to reach out to, please, please let me know. Also remember the best way for you to support the podcast is rating it, reviewing it, and sharing it with someone you love. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.